This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hang.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Welcome to The Soul's Journey with Tom Jacobs. A fresh look at astrology shaped by channeled wisdom on the soul and its human journey. Enjoy inspirational insights on how to change karma and make changes for the better. And now, here's Tom. Hey, welcome to the Soul's Journey. Uh, I'm your host, Tom Jacobs from uh, tdjacobs.com. And um, this is a show on which I talk about things that I find interesting. And um, apparently you tune in to listen. <laughs> So uh, just kind of an interesting experience to have to every week uh, get to pick something to talk about that gets broadcast to a, to a bunch of people. Just an interesting experience. I've been uh, watching myself think about the experience uh, yesterday and today. Today, uh, the theme of the show is uh, what it means to be human. And um, there's been a, quite a number of things on my mind this week. And uh, I've been in... <sighs> kind of feverish writing mode, which happens periodically, but that hasn't happened for several months. And um, so I'm kind of in that space. I'm also doing some past life integration, as I talked a little about uh, on each of the shows the last two weeks. And so I'm kind of still in that process, and the writing project is is related to that. Uh, and then I'm also, you know, working with clients and students in, in that mode as well. Uh, so it's just kind of interesting. A lot of things on my mind and I posted on uh, Facebook earlier today uh, some some ideas I had, kind of scattered um, set of ideas, and two people commented, "Oh, I'd like to hear this," and "Well, that I'd like to hear that." So I realized this was synchronous or synchronistic uh, that those two thing in common that really gets my uh, imaginative, creative, intellectual juices flowing. And it's what it means to be human. When I was developing the uh, Lilith work over a number of years, and it's all reflected in the book Lilith, Healing the Wild, which is uh, which was published uh, this, this past May. You can get that uh, through Kindle and Amazon and tdjacobs.com. And it kind of sums up the whole of, I think it's about seven years of research and uh, experience with, the, with that archetype. And... Um, I realized during that process, I was working a lot with the with the notion of you know who gets to define uh, what a human is, who gets to define you know what it means to be a person, because there's a there's an element of the natural world, uh, the, the the intelligence of nature, the wisdom of the earth itself actually, that uh, and the cycles of nature that, that comes up through the body, and the body being ex- an extension of the earth, and so uh, looking at how we have created this uh, collectives uh, to live in, normalizing influences, stuffing people into the bell curve, that kind of thing. And that actually uh, takes us, and astrologically we could say a sa- more of a Saturn archetype would, would fit that uh, image, uh, culture, society, that kind of thing. And Lilith is kind of the anti-Saturn, and Saturn's the anti-Lilith. And so we have really gotten as far into Saturn as we can, and a lot of people, you know, are aware of the, the Pluto in uh, in a Capricorn transit, and, and now uh, with Saturn and Scorpio sextile, and, and they're in mutual reception. It's kind of a heightening of the uh, structures that don't work, and uh, whatever 
places or people or ideas and memories to, to which we've given our authority, uh, just, it just won't fly anymore. But anyway, we've gotten so far into the Saturn archetype that, uh, you know, we're all, uh, aching for the Aquarian age, right? For the, for the, uh, <laughs> the usurpation of the, uh, of the Saturn archetype by the Uranus archetype. But, um, you know, Lilith is an important thing that we can't forget. We can't just go from Saturn to Uranus, you know, from structure to intellect and objectivity. We also have to be in our bodies. We also have to stay deeply grounded. We have to be able to listen to the messages of our bodies. Our our health as individuals and, and as a species depends on it. So that's that's the first thing about this idea of what what, what defines human nature or what, what what does it mean to be a human. And the second part is um, offering you some glimpses, just tiny little glimpses into uh, the book that's in progress now, which as of yesterday, it's officially The Soul's Journey 3. I'm happy to uh, to uh, kind of um, pre-announce. I'm not announcing it. I'm just happening to share with you the title. Um, incredibly excited about it. And I'll tell you a little more about it um, later in the show. But but anyway, through that work, is talking about um, a different – conception of what we call past lives and i've come to call them the other lives associated with your soul <laughs> and it, it seems clumsy clumsy because that uh, past lives is of course so uh compact and, and useful and handy but it's not accurate from the soul's perspective all of your lives are happening simultaneously at these different points along your timeline. So uh, as I endeavor to share with you more about what soul is and how to work with it in conscious ways, uh, past lives, that phrase is no longer is no longer valid. So I'm inviting you to, to, to alter that and change that. And you can you can help me kind of change that uh, niche area in uh, metaphysics, uh, you know, the new world, new age thinking. Uh, you can spread the word about that because it's not accurate. But anyway – um, what it does when you when you look at uh, a bunch of past life stories in one place, which is what this uh, the Soul's Journey three uh, is about or does, it it begs in capital letters the the question: Well, then what is a person? Because I'm I'm relating all these past life stories of uh, of one individual to show you uh, the it's actually me. You know, I'm not trying to keep a secret. I just didn't get the sentence out right. Uh, but but <laughs> looking at all these past life stories of one individual uh, in order to show you how all these fit within the psyche, within the heart, within the life experience, how things get repeated, how the biggest uh, emotional charges, right, the, the biggest passions, the biggest dilemmas and fears and anxieties and resistances, how all these things are, are probably or how many of them can be sourced to other points in the earth, on the earth timeline. So what is it to be a human? What is a human? And so this book is essentially an exploration of that, taking the, the concepts uh, developed in, and uh, laid out in The Soul's Journey 1, Astrology, Reincarnation, and Karma with a medium and channel and then taken into an intensive workshop format with seven uh, very wonderful, kind, generous, curious, open-minded guinea pigs in, in the soul's journey to emotional archaeology. Uh, and now number three, looking at one person in a very um, – kind of in a very broad way, looking at a bunch of different emotional signatures and how they relate to the chart patterns, uh, the karmic uh, indicators in the chart. And as I said, that this is um, – this, this, the person I chose is me because I've been doing this for almost a decade and I have not only uh, intimate knowledge of my own stories and I'm able to 
articulate things from several different vantage points because this is my job, you know, because I do this all the time. Uh, but also uh, that I have the uh, the Ascended Master kind of in my head all the time, the Ascended Master Jehudi, also known as uh, Thoth and St. Germain and Merlin. So how he views a soul's journey has completely radically changed how I do astrology in general. And so I kind of have these, these three things in common in one person. I don't know anybody else who who uh you know has a bunch of past life uh, insights or memories and visceral feelings as well as a connection to an ascended master as well as this knowledge of uh, karmic astrology uh you know and and the and the insights about soul so anyway so i just did it i just you know i just jumped in and there's some um uh prefatory notes in the introduction because frankly i'm embarrassed about telling all my stories but i i i can't not present that vision and i'm the only person otherwise i could i could i could call one of you i could say hey i'm taking volunteers and it would take you know a couple years worth of hour long sessions or coaching sessions to get deeply enough into your stories to tie together your entire life based in you know 20 past life stories or so so um so anyway it is pretty exciting, and I will probably blush every time somebody mentions anything in the book to me. But I think it's – I know in my heart, it's a, um, actually in my bones, it's incredibly important to uh, to offer this vision. So, so before I get into the Lilith thing and then tell you a little more about the about this this process of looking at past lives in a, in a new way, and therefore what is a human uh, looking at that in a new way, let me get, let me tell you the uh, announcements about things that are coming up. Uh, first of all, if you haven't per- uh, read, you can hear it if you're, you know, clever. But if you haven't read uh, the article on my site, a New Year's Guide for Energetic Beings, I highly encourage, I strongly encourage you to read that. Uh, it's kind of wrapping up all the stuff. Great, nothing terrible happened in 2012. Now what? It's very <laughs> a New Year's Guide for Energetic Beings. It's not uh, pertinent only to this year, uh, but it came out this year. Um, uh, the next uh, full moon call with Jehudi is January 26th. Um, the next Energy is Money is Energy course begins also January 26th. The affirmations are sent out then. There's a there's an almost two-hour uh, MP3 to get, and then once you hear it, which include the basic teachings, if you want to sign up for the full course, you can, and that's limited to five people, and there are a couple spots still left open. And then the Intuitive Skills Development course, one, begins on February 3rd, and it runs for eight Sundays. Uh, the, the Sundays in February and the first four in uh, the month that comes after February, which I now am remembering is March. <laughs> and uh, a little Mercury Neptune business over here. So that's uh, that's to help you get grounded, to help you uh, make a decision about who's going to be in charge of your life, heal the past, understand more, clear blocks uh, to trusting intuition. And it's basically opening doors for you to be able to work certain processes, meditative exercise processes, uh, metaphysical things in order to be able to communicate with your guides, to be able to receive guidance, to feel more at home in the universe, more you know, happy about uh, the truth that you have something that you came here to do. and uh, But you have to clean up the past to get there. And we're going to teach you uh, – your guides, my guides, Jehudi and me. Uh, we're gonna, it's going to be a, a committee effort, and probably during most of the most of the course when I'm talking at you, it'll be guides and uh, Jehudi. You know, pro- to be frank with you, it's it's going to be that kind of um, uh, important course. And I know that the beginning of every week, I've already been shown, will be um, Jehudi doing um, a, a group a meditation together on the phone with everybody, and. Uh, setting up the energy work and setting up some certain uh, special processes that haven't even uh, been done on full moon calls. I know there are a number of people who do uh, routinely these monthly full moon calls, and this is going to be unique. Uh, So go to tdjacobs.com and check that out. That's the intuitive skills. 
It begins February 3rd. So uh, I'm going to take uh, caller questions, actually, uh, later in the show. Um, don't wait till five minutes before the hour, please, because that just stresses everybody out. <laughs> uh, but the number is 877-230-3062. Call in with a question about your life. Call in with a question about uh, the topic, uh, soul, past lives, uh, anything, anything you like. So the thing – or Lilith even. Lilith in your chart is actually a great question to ask today. So the thing with Lilith, it connects us to the natural world. It is a uh, when when we look at energy, there are we can differ, differentiate the the whole of energy into two parts, and I mean if we divide it at all, we naturally find these two parts uh, as the divisions. One is masculine and one is feminine. Masculine seeks to do and direct and essentially in the end control, and feminine seeks to be and experience. Whenever there's any split, then we find masculine attempting to shape, control, or dominate the feminine. That is just how it is when we live in duality. In uh, where this comes in with Lilith is that she is the uh, this she's a mythological representation from the Hebrew tradition, the 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 ancient Jewish tradition of the natural feminine. She is in fact the first woman. It's not Eve. And you can read uh, Lilith Healing the Wild uh, for the full story. But um, the overview, the uh, headline, is that um, God created uh, Adam, male and female. And then after certain events unfolded, including the naming of all the animals, as you remember, Adam was in charge of that, being a, a special kind of teacher's pet or something, I don't know, but <laughs> the only person. But anyway, at the end of that, uh, Adam says to God, gosh, everybody else – has a natural mate. Where's mine? And God says, well, you know, I um, I made you male and female together. And Adam says, gosh, you know, I'm really lonely. So God says, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll split you in two. You know, no probs. And when that happens, you have Adam and you have Lilith. Adam is a natural masculine principle, represents, and Lilith represents a natural feminine principle. Whereas, as I said, whenever you divide uh, consciousness in some way, you find these two energies and you divide energy and the masculine will always seek to dominate and control the feminine. So what happened? Adam attempted to dominate and control Lilith and she said, we're equals. And he said, actually, we're not. And the, the example that's given uh, in the story is uh, during their lovemaking, he insists on being on top in the dominant position and she says, we were made at the same time of the same stuff and, and split later, so we're made of this, you know, we're equals. And he comes up with this uh, with this argument that basically says they're not, and uh, it's it's baloney. It's just a it's just a way of uh, patriarchal culture shapers, monotheistic religious types, trying to do something wonderful for people by giving us a rule book, you know. Uh, but essentially, um, you know, well, a bit of a propaganda uh, spiel in order to get us to um, to not. Well, to, to focus on the masculineness so we could create the world. And actually that story on why the patriarchy even exists is included, actually fully explored and explained in the channel book, uh, God is Past, Present, and Future. I channeled that from uh, the Ascended Master Jehudi. Uh, so I've been doing a lot of work on goddess themes uh, the last few years because there's also, you know, most of the book of uh, Living Myth, Exploring Archetypal Journeys are, you know, goddesses. Um, so, so he, Adam insists on dominating, and um, 
uh, Lilith leaves him. And uh, you'll read the full story in Lilith Healing the Wild, but essentially she has to make the choice of, you know, am I going to uh, be this guy's slave or, or leave my natural partner? So that's a very intense uh, Lilith theme that we you know that we that we live. Uh, so we do have we do have a caller. Um, actually, I'm going to ask uh, Kathy to stick with us. So we're going to take our first break right now. is here to evolve now we must understand ourselves on all levels it's time to live more consciously release the past heal our emotions and develop solid boundaries going forward what's the bottom line we need to be present a living in the present tense astrology report by tom jacobs explores four points in your birth chart to help you upgrade your experience of energy and emotion pluto Chiron, Lilith, and the asteroid Lucifer as Lightbringer are explained to help you heal and experience your multidimensional self. Readers call this report amazing, beautifully written, right on the mark. Join others living in the present tense today. Order your report through tdjacobs.com. The way you're wired is no accident. Your soul has divine intentions for this life. Understanding those intentions can bring greater peace and harmony to your world. A Soul's Journey soundbite from astrologer and channel Tom Jacobs is a 15-minute MP3 reading on your major life themes. Tom's unique approach to astrology sheds light on the big picture of you, your values, passions, fears, and family dynamics as divinely designed by your soul. Gift yourself and others with insight and understanding by ordering your Soul's Journey soundbite today at tdjacobs.com. Welcome back to the Soul's Journey. Um, I keep telling you my name is Tom Jacobs, and I'm your host from tdjacobs.com. And uh, we do have a caller on the line, Kathy. Uh, are you there? Sure. Hi. Hello. Sure. Hi. <laughs> How are you? Welcome. <laughs> Thanks for calling in. I'm good. I just had to escape great. the house. That's all. <laughs> okay. Great. Great. So, so what's what's your question today? Oh, actually, let me give people your birth data just to make so they can follow along if they like. January twelfth. January 12th, 1952, that's 1952, at 4 a.m. in Seattle, Washington. Again, that's January 12th, 1952, 4 in the morning, Seattle, Washington. So, Kathy, what's going on? Well, um, first I told her, you know, all this stuff, and then then the last thing that came to me was that, you know, I'm just trying to figure out how to get from my head into my heart uh-huh. because, um, uh, you know, the struggle is uh, too much right now, just constant, I don't know, how to keep my head from the loop, yeah. you know, the spin in the loop. And I think, okay. you know, positive thoughts, you know, yeah. I try to most of the time, but I, I guess I just not because if I was, my life would not be like it is. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, there's a big thing, uh, you know, there's a big thing happening for you. I mean, there's several really important things, but, but um, uh, you know, giving you some headlines here. But one of the big things is, uh, you know, if you're familiar with my work, you know that I treat the south node of the moon as our habit, uh, indicative of habit patterns and 
comfort zones, and it does indicate the kind of family incubator we were born into. So it's very comfortable and familiar. And yours, your south node is in the sign of Virgo in the ninth house, and and this can indicate you know uh, a level of trying to control things, and oh, yeah. uh, that's just what it is. That's one way to do things, and there's nothing inherently wrong in it until transiting Neptune is on your north node, like with you. So it's like, you know, transiting Neptune is asking you to leave behind the impulse to control, and it's in Pisces to flow with what's happening. But we acknowledge that, you know, your north node is what you haven't done a lot of, so whenever something activates it, it can be very challenging. So you're, you're being asked to, ha- to trust and have faith. And um, that is not always easy, but that's uh, that's what you're being asked to do. And um, the other the other thing to, to note, uh, Uranus has been traveling over your uh, Jupiter in the uh, in the fourth, which is about inner security. And so Uranus is trying to shake up what you feel, what makes you feel safe. And then uh, transiting Pluto uh, from the second is squaring that Jupiter. So it's a double statement of that. So so for, I'm going to invite you, Kathy, to look at what it is that's either blown up or threatening to blow up and learn to observe it as an unfolding story of an energetic being who is in the process of learning how to be on Earth. <laughs> be- because your best bet right now is to learn to see what the point of the experiences are. Do you want to give me one example, and I'll give, get a little more specific for you? Um, well, uh, not having any money to live. Okay. Okay. Okay, right on. That's the best one, yeah. Okay, great. That's a great place to start. So so the, when you have a north node in Pisces, well, sorry, let's start with the south node in Virgo, the habit pattern, like what you're most comfortable with is doing. Right, that Virgo is a sign of doing. Virgo is a sign of whatever that problem is. If I have any interest in it, I can figure out how to fix it, and I can roll up my sleeves. I can stay up two hours late and get up two hours early. You know what I mean? I can do my homework. I can learn new things. I can make it better. But the Neptune opposing your South Node is saying that no longer works. You have to open up to trust life. So for you. Thinking positive thoughts is wonderful. I'm going to invite you to make the decision and then do the affirmation, I am always safe. I am always supported. I am always safe. I'm always supported. Okay. Okay. And you say it until more than just the part of you that's asking this question believes it. Like, Because their part – I don't know if you know this about me. uh, Kiara, the producer, said you worked with me about four years ago. This might have been before I was doing a lot of this – working with sub-personalities, but there are parts within us that don't always buy what we're doing. We say, I'm headed towards happiness and security, and I love being alive. And they're like, it's like driving a bus, and the back of it is filled with unruly parts of you. And they're like, no, I hate it. This sucks. Ah, you know, just all this chaos. They're throwing, like, sandwiches at each other out of their lunchboxes. They're like, you know what I mean? They're like making mess. They're like all this chaos, and you're just trying to drive into a happier life, you know. So so say it until all parts of you believe it. And I'm going to invite you to send cords into the earth. Do you have the grounding meditation that I hand out to people? Um, I had it a Do while mean, ago. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it, yeah, it's, uh, you know, go back to my homepage, djacobs.com, and in the right-hand column, there's a link to download this free 13-minute MP3. And I invite everybody who's listening, you know, who, you know, 
has any challenge and wants to try an affirmation or anything <laughs> to, to do this because um, you have to be in a grounded state because the part of you that can get grounded is the one that can actually work the affirmation. Then other parts of you need to listen. So, so what happens is we spin into fear, and I've been in the situation you're describing. I, I About five years ago, maybe six years ago, I was in this situation. And I was – I'll be just honest with you. I was freaking the expletive out. I was like losing losing my crap. And um, I had to make the decision that I was safe and that wow. the universe was working with me. This is the, this is the Pisces North Node. Trust, faith, flow. The fact is that your intuition is actually extremely strong. Like you're a human. And yours, you actually have this moon and cancer in the eighth with Lilith. That's the true black moon Lilith I was mentioning earlier. So that's a strong intuitive thing. Um, uh, Capricorn sun in the second, not that intuitive, but this, this, you know, this moon and, uh, you know, take advantage of this third house, you know, actually Jupiter and Ceres in the fourth, like also markers of, of a stronger intuition. So, um, but you're going to have to get grounded and recognize that there are different parts of you with different agendas and fears. And you're going to have to appoint the part of you that gets what I'm saying <laughs> and is not freaking out. The part of you that's not nervous. Because there is one part in there, so that's what the grounding meditation is for. And if you do that, I am, I am always safe. I am always supported, or whatever I said. Uh, if you do that, that will strengthen this part of you, and and basically continually have the thought: I'm appointing the, the this part of me to run my life. And then because the, all, that's kind of like the, the 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 right now. What comes from that is flowing with the opportunity of the moment. You say. You just say life, universe, guides, higher self, soul, whatever. Uh, time to make some money. And then you get out of the way and little opportunities start to float to you if you're open to it. Do you know, you know what I'm talking about, yeah? Yes, yes. Okay. So it's like you kind of have to you know, kick the butt of certain parts of you that keep arguing with you, but doing it in a loving way and just saying like, I'm always safe. And this part of you goes, no, you're not. And you say, I know part of me doesn't get that. You're just kind of continually doing that. And that's what, I mean, that's the process of doing affirmations. It's not just saying it over and over again. It's saying it so that you pull forward or draw forward the part of you that doesn't believe it. And then you convince that part. That's mm-hmm. the secret to affirmations. Yeah. Ah, right. Because yeah. I've been doing affirmations for many uh-huh. years, even though I am always safe because I do the way you say. And a lot yes. of hers are, I end with, I am safe. And, and, but yes. part, just like you just said, you know, part of me is just so arguing with it, you know, yes. that it gets away with it. It's like the unruly child <laughs> that, you know. Yeah, it is. And so, so have, it might be a child. It might be a party that was shaped when you were a little kid. And so, so, you know, the other thing is, because it's, it's frustrating to feel like, you know, like you're driving this vehicle and somebody reaches over your shoulder and drives it off into the cornfield. Did you do the, the family healing e-course with me? Is that what you did? Um, I thought no. I did. Uh, let's see. I can't remember. It was in 2010, maybe. Yeah, you did something. I'm starting to remember you now. I'm starting to remember yeah. you now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, and so like as soon as you said it, you know, it seems like an unruly kid. I was started to see that kid. So, so I kind of remember that kid. So it's like, um, you know, just for you to keep the faith and to have compassion for all those unruly parts. And that is the, oh, that, that's, that's you know, after, yeah, because, because we get frustrated. Like it's really upsetting to feel like you just lost four days because you were spinning out of control on some stupid emotional thing. So don't – so decide it's not stupid. Just say, you know what? 
part part of me does not know how to cope with this or how to move forward or how to do it. There is a part of you, Kathy, that can, and that's what the, the this affirmation. Uh, sticking with it and doing it to believe it, and also the, uh, the the grounding meditation is important for. And you know, you, you may do the grounding meditation for a couple of weeks and feel better, and then stop doing it. But I'm going to invite you to keep doing it, even if you feel like everything's great. Okay. Well, and I guided. actually do a a grounding meditation with a, a lady, Terry Britt Amos, I guess, and so I do that every morning. So it's it's not like I'm not grounding, you know. Okay. So great. That, but I, I would like I would remember yours, and I loved it, and I even uh, you know got it uh, memorized after you know. Mm. So um, I guess I just need to what ground more. And and what's up with the second my second house? Is yeah. there uh, just a yeah. lot of stuff in there? Is that my what's causing my self worth to be so? Yeah, it is. It, it is. So so on one hand, you have this Capricorn Sun in there. So there's a part of you that's able to say I, I'm wonderful. You know, don't argue with me. But then you also have, right? (laughs) You know, that you also have a Chiron there too, and that is definitely a source of that. And the Pluto has been transiting that for you know maybe now a couple years, and it's 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 pretty much done now. But it's been going over it, and now it is on that the asteroid Juno, which is you know at ten twenty eight, which is four degrees away from Chiron, so still activated, you know. but Uranus is still squaring that. So yeah, so you're being asked to transform relation, your relationship and your treatment of parts of you that have self-esteem issues. And um, so again, I just come back to this idea of whatever is happening, whatever argument comes forward, you say, I'm confident, I'm wonderful, and parts of you go, no, you're not, you know, whatever it is. Whatever comes right. forward, you look at them, you get grounded, and you say, I understand that you don't get this. I've, I've chosen to be a confident person. I'm going to love myself no matter what. And you just keep at it. And it's like, it's like the power of love is unshakable if you decide to be loving no matter what. And those little kids, those parts in the, parts in the back seat, and this is true for everybody, not just you, Kathy, everybody right. goes any kind of process where they're arguing within themselves or, or, or sabotaging or derailing some effort or goal. It's like every single part doesn't get it. So the part of you that does get it, the part of you that can, you know, feel empowered in a second house way to pick up the phone and ask the question, you know, that part of you should be running the show and not these kids who have these pains. So we have to heal these pains. We have to work with them. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm, you know, you know that they're there, but I just didn't really know how to talk to them, you know, that 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 was how it worked. And, and that gives me goosebumps when you were saying that last uh, part. And so that's like, oh, hey. yes, thank you so much. Oh, very much. you're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you for calling, and good luck. Yes, and sorry about that train. I thought I would go outside and oh, no be quiet, and it was like, here's this big no train. No worries. We love trains. <laughs> trains are great. Okay. No problem. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome, Kathy. Bye-bye. Yeah, so there... So there you go. That's that. That is a situation that many people find themselves in. A situation that I find myself in. I have a goal, and a part of me fights me. And um, actually, that's a lot of what um, this Soul's Journey three that I was uh, mentioning earlier is about: is working with fears and parts of us that come up that that don't want what we want, and getting to the bottom of that. But as a general guideline, uh, making the decision. I mean, getting grounded, get the free minute, free, it's free, go to my site and get it, even if you think you're not going to use it this week or next month, get it, it's free, tell your friends, pass it around. Uh, it's a, it's 13 minutes of, of my dulcet tones leading you through this uh, grounding process, and um, it is the foundation 
of successful spiritual work. It is the foundation. You can't get up in your upper chakras and transform your life without staying in your body, without without transforming your relationship with the energies you store in your body and getting rid of what doesn't belong to you. And that's what that meditation is for. To clear the field, clear your field so that you can work more consciously with what you have. It's like it's like you have a meeting of 10 people in this room, but there are 30 other people in there. Like and it's like the the floor of the New York Stock Exchange. And everyone's yelling and screaming and what you're trying to do is to heal something so you can go and make money in the way you need to or whatever it is you know create the right relationship or get out of the wrong one or transform your job or whatever it is like like um you know you're trying to get something done so you have to lovingly nudge out all the things that don't belong to you and then when you have the 10 plus you sitting in the room you can actually work with them in a, in a compassionate way in a grounded way so uh that meditation is is one of the steps involves clearing out all energies that don't belong to you and every human is a composite of emotions from this life and other lives. Um, I'm kind of skipping the little thing. Maybe I'll come back to it and just kind of get into this for a few minutes about uh, what's going on with the Soul's Journey 3. If I say to you, you're not a body with a mind, and you're not a mind with a body, right? Either way, you can insert the adjective pesky in any of those places, you know, you, you, that's not who you are. And you'll probably agree with me if you're, you know, finding yourself nudged, <laughs> drawn, magnetized, whatever to, uh, to, uh, the sound of my, no, the, uh, the show in general, this, this network, Contact Talk Radio, and, uh, and the show in general. Uh, but if I say to you, you're not the sum of your experiences. You might say, well, okay, yeah, that sounds good. And if I say to you, you are not your memories, and you are not what's happened to you, you are not your responses to what's happened to you, then we get into this this terrain of challenging how you define yourself. And all the work I've done on these these changing times with the Ascended Masters and Guides and, and some other beings – uh, all this uh, incredible, amazing, illuminating work uh, that's reflected in everything that I've been cranking out the last few years says that it's time for us to learn about ourselves as energetic beings. And that's not just limited to I walk into a room and sense something. I should understand that I'm affected by that if I'm not grounded and clear. But it's also this idea of uh, we experience energies and we respond emotionally. And we have experiences in, li- in lives all across time, and we respond emotionally. And then if we assign a belief to go with the emotion we're feeling, oh, I was hurt because you know people who are uh, you know people who are 50 foot tall are jerks, or people who have you know orange skin and green hair are cruel. It, you know any belief. Uh, I didn't pay attention. Uh, I didn't pick the right person. I'm stupid any belief, then you create karma. And that's what karma is. I've talked about that in previous shows and The Soul's Journey uh, 1 and 2, both of those volumes, go go into that in, in, in a lot of detail, actually. In the first book, principles laid out, and then the second book, the practical application, you know, digging through uh, the emotional, <laughs> this is not the right way to say it, but maybe, I hope it sounds kind, but, you know, basically di- digging and dredging through the trenches of seven people's emotional histories, <laughs> you know, it, it's 
you know, anyway, it was a kind and gentle process, but, um, but digging through actual examples, you know, uh, of working with karma and changing karma. That's, that's my big thing is that karma can be changed if you can understand that karma is comprised of beliefs that get attached to emotions. And, uh, now I'm going to take the uh, second break and, and stay, stay with me and I'll talk more about, uh, what a human is. Wired is no accident. Your soul has divine intentions for this life. Understanding those intentions can bring greater peace and harmony to your world. A Soul's Journey soundbite from astrologer and channel Tom Jacobs is a 15-minute MP3 reading on your major life themes. Tom's unique approach to astrology sheds light on the big picture of you, your values, passions, fears, and family dynamics as divinely designed by your soul. Gift yourself and others with insight and understanding by ordering your Soul's Journey soundbite today at tdjacobs.com. 2012 is here. To evolve now, we must understand ourselves on all levels. It's time to live more consciously, release the past, heal our emotions, and develop solid boundaries going forward. What's the bottom line? We need to be present. A Living in the Present Tense Astrology Report by Tom Jacobs explores four points in your birth chart to help you upgrade your experience of energy and emotion. Pluto, Chiron, Lilith, and the asteroid Lucifer as Lightbringer are explained to help you heal and experience your multidimensional self. Readers call this report amazing, beautifully written, right on the mark. Join others living in the present tense today. Order your report through tdjacobs.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to The Soul's Journey, uh, where I talk about things that I like to talk about and you listen. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay. Uh, Today we're talking about what it what it means to be a human. I'm offering you different ideas about uh, some altered definitions about what it means to be human. If if you're not um, your body with a mind, you know, if you're not your mind, you're not your body. If you're not your uh, experiences and memories, if you're not your preferences, and who are you? And um, as I, what happened is there's a, a particular integration, a past life integration experience that I had last weekend. Uh, it's what I it's what I talked about in the last couple of shows. I, I think at the very end of the uh, of two weeks ago, uh, Adventures in Consciousness, and then I think I talked about it several times during uh, Adventures in Consciousness Part Two last week. And uh, I ended up having um, it was kind of uh, frankly kind of a blockbuster ep- epiphanic <laughs> realization type moment of uh, this this. Horrible, horrible image from something I had been watching, the documentary I mentioned, uh, crossing across my mind. And the only way to get through it was to decide that I am always safe and replay the image over and over in my mind until not I was desensitized, but until I was able to let it be what it is and not attach a bunch of fear to this uh, slide in the slideshow passing around in my mind. And um, that was – 
challenging to say the least. And when that was finished, I mean, I think within five minutes, I'm not even kidding you, I was writing. And um, if suddenly, you know, putting together all of this, all these stories, uh, understanding that I had I, I am not finished with that with that process. Learning about what my past lives might be, what the lessons are, how to not repeat certain errors and certain uh, things through ignorance that didn't work out well. Uh, now um, I'm not done with that process, but I hit a juncture point where suddenly I was able to put certain things in perspective. And the book will have about 20 of these stories, uh, and as I mentioned earlier, relating them to my astrological birth chart. So I'll be uh, laying myself bare in, in many ways, and. Um, but as I'm doing this process, I'm, I'm looking, you know, I made a list of chapters and it's been edited and changed and whatever. And I'm all but done uh, with, with that part of it and, you know, the examples. And I just said, yeah, well, that's really interesting because it, it, it challenged, they challenges, you know, a lot of different kinds of ideas about what a person is. And, you know, the point of doing past life work is not to say I'm like this because of something that happened to me in uh, Denmark in 1284 – you know, or whatever, or when I was Cleopatra, or whatever. Napoleon's my favorite joke. Everyone gets to be Napoleon or claim it. Um, but, but you know, it's it's not that. But it's this it's this um, you know earnest search for understanding how you're wired and how to make different choices now. And these 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 are discrete individuals who are living their own lives across your timeline, but they're all, including you, connected to the consciousness of soul. Your consciousness is a portion of your soul's consciousness, and it has erupted into space-time and is anchored to your body while you're alive. It's a nice image. You're, you are an eruption of soul into space-time. <laughs> Again, the soul's journey one and two go into that in detail, and it's it's uh, it's really worth reading to uh, to kind of shake up your your idea of what you are and and, and what's happening here. <laughs> it has certainly shaken shaken up my ideas uh, and the people who uh, who've learned this stuff uh, with me. So, what is a human? You know, you're a portion of consciousness that experiences you know bleed throughs from across time. You have your own experiences. And each is valid, and yet some echo or repeat or mirror experiences on different parts of the timeline where other manifestations of your soul or other lives associated with your soul are, you know, learning through not quite having all the information, all the facts that they need. And so as you deal with a particular emotion that's very, very difficult – I mean, you could just you could just think you don't even have to know anything about any past lives. I'm not saying that that everyone should. It's just kind of my route to dealing with my emotions has led me into all these different parts of the timeline, uh, and I think that this is something that is coming. I think this is a very useful approach, and uh, this book will present the full picture, and it will be. Um, I think it will be something that you'll want to learn how to do, and I will be happy to to teach you as much as I can. Um, but this, um, you know, conception of bleed throughs coming through, uh, you know, from from these other from these other parts of the timeline, they present deep emotions in your personality now. So we actually have another uh, another caller. So we're gonna we're gonna talk to uh, uh, Janine. Janine, are you there? Hello. Yes. Hi, Janine. Um, let me give everyone your birth data so that they can follow along before we get your uh, question. It's October 13th, 1967. That's 1967. 
9.33 p.m. in Falmouth, Massachusetts. That's it's, uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's F-A-L and then Mouth, Falmouth. Is that right? It's Falmouth. That's correct, yes. Great. Okay, great. I was in Cambridge and Boston for a while, so had a little <laughs> little awareness of the area, just a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Okay, great. So what's your what's your question today? Oh, yeah. My, yeah, my question was kind of what for 2013 do you see, um, you know, and the and the future for me as far as what may be coming or what things yeah. I see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, if you did you hear what I was uh, saying to the uh, previous caller about her uh, north node being activated by Neptune? Did you hear that? I heard just the, the last bit of it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't hear the whole thing. Cool. No worries. Um, but basically, that Neptune is right on your moon and midheaven in Pisces. And so, you know, opening up, surrendering, trusting. Now, with your moon in Pisces, you'll probably be inclined to do that to some degree in general uh, because your emotional health depends on doing something Piscean, and that can include surrender to something outside yourself or, or learning to flow with life. But Neptune here on the midheaven and on your moon, these two uh, – Typically, once-in-a-lifetime events, it's an 84-year orbit. No, that's that's Uranus. Well, yeah, this is a once-in-a-lifetime. It's like 140-some years or 160-some years. Um, so this is a once-in-a-lifetime thing about becoming more Neptunian in a public way. So, you know, do you do you like who you are in the world? Mm. Wow. Well, through yeah, job or community. You know, do you like that? I do. I'm trying to actually grow my healing business, so... That's uh-huh. probably right, right on target there. <laughs> right. So, so do you do you feel that you have a relationship with intuition and perhaps spirit guides or other disembodied helpers? Do you, do you have that kind of thing going on? Oh, for sure. Yes. For sure. So mm-hmm. this is a this is a this is an invitation for that part of you to come out more, and for yeah. you to align your your process and ha- not just how you work, but also how you present yourself. Basically, you you need to take marketing advice from your guides. Like that, that's one of the things that, that comes up here. Oh, <laughs> you know, okay. like, like, like we're like, oh, well, I'll get business cards and a website and I'll spread the word and have events. But like with Neptune here, you also have to open up to basically disembodied sources of information. So your intuition is strong, allowing yourself to be guided left and right to be, to work. You know, this is a marker of needing to learn more about co-creation. You know, putting something out to the universe and having the universe, including in the form of your guides, say, you know what, you could actually tweak that plan a little bit and it would be so great. You know, and then surrendering ego to the point where you can take that that constructive suggestion. Sure. Wow, that's so so if you say, I'm gonna teach an intro class and it's going to do this and I will have fifteen people in it and blah 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 and something doesn't go according to plan it's perfect according to the Neptunian universal plan to help you see something in your thought process that might need to get tweaked or your planning or your intentions. Sure, sure. So take everything, that, yeah, take everything that comes back to you in response as constructive suggestions from the universe, you know, in terms of, uh, in terms of how to – so that, that, that's a big thing for this year. That's a, that's a huge invitation for this year. Uh, some people, when Neptune would hit the midheaven, they would find themselves – suddenly more in demand like people crave them 
other people, when it comes to the 10th house, don't like what they're doing and they want to escape who they are in the world. They want to they want to shed whatever face they have because it's all fake anyway because it's not my divine self, blah, blah, blah. There's all these different possibilities. But for you, with your moon there, you know, your moon there is your emotional health. It's important for you to be out in the world. But this is asking you to open up even more, to get more vocabulary words, more insight into how uh, co-creation works to create the right place for yourself in the world. And that said... Your natal Chiron is in the tenth in Pisces, so there's there may be a part of you uh, if you you know also with the previous caller I was talking about her her Chiron being a I didn't say it quite this way but being a wound about you know it's essentially about rejection or something for her it was in the house of self esteem for you it is in the house of the world so what I want to say to you like being out in the world having a job having a place in the world a career so so what I want to say to you is as this Neptune deal happens and actually transiting Chiron has already gone over your moon. So you've had a taste of some of this already. But parts of you that perhaps might be hypersensitive to how others perceive and react to you and receive you, some of those parts need healing so that no parts of you expect rejection for anything. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You're right on. Well, okay. With Chiron on the 10th, you can't help but do something weird in the world if you're honest with yourself. So embrace it and look at the funny looks. If people give them, understand it's a manifestation of a part of you fearing you'll get funny looks. So decide that you're okay. Decide that this unique thing that you do and the unique way you do it is perfect and wonderful, and you will find the uh, the right chemistry with the people drawn to you if you believe in what you're doing. You know, the other thing about the tenth house is this. You know, and the midheaven it's kind of a magnet. So people will be drawn to you as a lunar figure because your moon's right there. And so now it's your chance. I mean, just in general, you know, as a nurturing figure, I I'm gonna go I'm gonna go see Janine because I know she can. She'll understand. I, I gotta tell her this thing. She'll help me. She'll understand, you know. She understands everything, you know. <laughs> and yeah. uh, but the Chiron's also there, so it's also an opportunity now to heal any parts of you that feel weird about what you do or are afraid that you won't make it. Les, yeah. you're living you're living in a world full of people who choose to be boring. And with Chiron in the sure. tenth, if you're honest with yourself, you can't do it. <laughs> so yeah, you look at yeah. them as divine beings. Yeah, look at them as divine beings. Uh, you know choosing one path and you're going to choose this unique path in it and you just make the decision over and over again that it works best for you and you'll be fine so that's that thing let me just look for one more thing in here um yeah well then you have uh saturn's going to be dancing over your your mercury uh this year <laughs> and uh yeah and actually getting really close up to the neptune in the sixth but saturn over the mercury is um and in the fifth about creative self-expression uh you know your voice taking responsibility for your voice, initiating new structures to express yourself, and then put a period on that new paragraph, progress moon and and progress Venus are on your natal sun in Libra in the fifth. So your creative self needs to come out too. And it, it's like a time for a renewal about your uh, Venusian self, the, 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 the diplomat, the artist, the lover, the peacemaker, the person who engenders beauty through uh, every time you open your mouth, you you know you you spend a little Venus and people love it. Like like that is uh, that's also about this year. Is that's going to be a really important thing for you? Let people like let yourself enjoy who you are, and let other people enjoy witnessing you enjoy yourself. That's huge yeah. for this year. And get out yeah. of your get out of my head, so please. <laughs> Please, you have a wonderful stellium in Virgo. You know, you have this emphasis in Virgo that's perfect, that's great. 
but uh, you know, there, you, you know, including natal Venus, you know, is right. in the fourth and, and Virgo. But uh, that Libra Sun, it's time for that for that um, that the, the the beautiful peacemaker and artist and lover uh, and that part of you to come out and shine. That's a fifth house keyword. Sun in the fifth, shine. So for you, you know, some people with Pluto and Virgo are not willing to take up space, right. and. Right, and you have to give yourself permission to take up space. Definitely, that's another thing for this year. Uh, yeah, thanks for calling. Thank you so much, Tom. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome, Janine. Take care. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Yeah, so we've been we've been talking about what it what it means to be human, and I'm going to invite you to stay tuned for the Soul's Journey Three. Uh, I'm not going to give you a time frame on on when it's uh, going to be released because. Um, uh, that's a part of my Neptunian process. As soon as I make a plan, it gets changed. So you know, I had no intention to write this book either. I was intently focused on uh, what was supposed to be the Soul's Journey 3, which now will be a later volume, about uh, soul and family and understanding karmic contracts and how to read charts to see what those – so that's exciting too. That wasn't even planning on it, but here we go with this, uh, with this, this past life stuff. I'm, it's a case study is what it is, you know, a Soul's Journey case study. So uh, to recap some of the announcements from earlier, uh, January 26th is the next uh, full moon call with Jehudi. You can register uh, through tdjacobs.com forward slash time. Go to uh, the, uh, the thing on there and you can find that. Energy is money as energy begins January 26th. And and, uh, and that's a two-week course including affirmations to help you get over blocks that create debt and close you from receiving abundance. It's not an abundance course. It's a self-love course. It's amazing. This is the fourth time I've done it. I've had about 20, 22 people take it and they rave about it and have, you know, uh, you know, blinding epiphanic moments to two times in the show I've used that word I'm obviously having a great week right uh, and then the intuitive skills development course where you can uh, learn a little bit more how to think and live like I do <laughs> uh, it as far as getting grounded and getting and, and trusting your intuition keeping your mind active improving your relationship with your body running energy through it moving energy uh learning how to how to communicate with guides and how to manage all the voices that are you know throwing spitballs and airplanes and bologna sandwiches in the back of your your own bus so that starts uh, february 3rd for eight weeks and also check out a new year's guide for energetic beings uh the new article uh new around the first of the year it's very important to understand how to move forward and uh, stick with me for for next week and um uh, yeah, a topic TBD and TBA, I suppose. So read more about what I'm up to at tdjacobs.com, and thanks for joining me. You've been listening to The Soul's Journey with Tom Jacobs, a fresh look at astrology and soul inspired by channeled wisdom. For more information, tune in every Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific. Connect with Tom directly via www.tdjacobs.com. That's tdjacobs.com.